everyone welcome back to hope for today my name is lynn wilson and i'm glad you're joining me today if you're new thanks for coming over hope you stick around and come back and visit us again you can always go back and check out some of the podcasts from the last two years you can look at the topic see maybe what is um, something that you're looking for that the Lord has been speaking to your heart about. Maybe you'll find a topic that'll match up with that. And if you're a regular, we're so glad you've come back to join me today. We're going to study God's Word once again. It'll be a, a, a very quick podcast today. At least I think it's quick. It's something that the Lord just, I would say revealed. I wouldn't say laid on my heart, but revealed to me this past weekend, the last few days. And it's just something that like, I need to take hold of. And I think so many of us as a people need to take hold of. I was at um, church a week ago Sunday and, and we were visiting another church on a Sunday night and the pastor was talking about taking a stand for who you are and what you stand for and, and you know, getting out there and, and saying what's right and uh, draw the line. Enough is enough and we're gonna take a stand and stop being so wishy-washy. And it just got me fired up for the week and I was like, you know, what areas of my life do I need to just take a stand in. I, I mean, of course, absolutely 100% where I stand as a Christian, but just in other areas, my family and, and things that I really feel strongly about. And, and um, but also to make sure that why I do what I do is correct and it's Bible based and, you know, all of that. And uh, I got to the end of the week and, you know, I was I was good. I, I was feeling like I was feeling it as they say. I felt inspired. I was excited and uh, had some time off for a few days. And the Lord was just showing me and revealing a lot of things of uh, successes, I guess you would say, that he wanted me to pursue this this year. And, and I was excited. And then it happened. Oh, it happened. The news. Yeah. Blizzard's coming. Blizzard's coming. Okay. It's, it's called winter. These things happen. And let's take a moment. I'm going to read a few verses to you, and then we'll come back to that thought. How's that? So the first verse we're going to read is in Philippians 2.14. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Pretty black and white. I like black and white. I like, I like to know where I stand. I don't like all the foo-foo. You know, just tell me, just give it to me straight, and then I can move from there. So do everything without grumbling. There we go. James 5, 9, don't grumble against one another, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. The judge is standing at the door. Don't grumble against one another. Pretty black and white. 1 Peter 4, 9, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Without grumbling. Now, we have just been talking about opening our homes, and, you know, we went right through the Christmas season of that being the welcomed, uh, the welcomed wreath on the door, allowing people to come in our home and feel welcomed and feel the Lord and the presence of the Lord and making your house a home for yourself and your family. And here it says to offer hospitality one to another without grumbling. It doesn't say you, if you have the gift of hospitality, then offer it. It says offer hospitality, black and white. 1 Corinthians 10.10 and do not grumble as some of them did and do not grumble Ephesians 4:29 do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth but only what is helpful for building up 
and according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Watch what you're saying, guys. Watch what you're saying. Watch what you're saying, Lynn Wilson. What's coming out of your mouth? Oh, I'll tell you, this weekend was interesting. We had a snowstorm. I was talking to someone this morning, and we were kind of giggling at the fact that, you know, we live in New Jersey. We live in New Jersey. I mean, I don't know where you all are right now that are listening to the podcast, but you could say the same for your state. But we live in New Jersey. There are four seasons. There's winter, there's spring, there's summer, and there's fall. Now, I don't particularly like summer. I don't like the 90 degrees. I don't like the humidity in New Jersey and the mosquitoes and all the rest. But it is what it is. I'm in the summer, so how can I complain? I know what's coming. And we were laughing because I wanted to say to people, all I heard, oh, can you believe this weather? It's so cold, there's snow, can you believe this? The grumbling that just went across the land of New Jersey. And I wanted to say, if you don't like it, move. Like I had people on Facebook, I want beach weather, I want this, I want that. Why can't it be 90 degrees year round? You know, there's plenty of states and other places to live that have beautiful, you know, balmy breeze weather, 300, almost 365 days a year. If you can make a change in your life, if you don't like cold weather, then don't move to a state that has cold weather. It, to me, it, it, it's that simple. It, I'm not trying to be harsh about it, but why are you living in a place that has four seasons when you only like one season? Move. There are things that we grumble about that we can't change. I, I can't change the fact that God created four seasons in New Jersey. I happen to like the variety. We've talked about moving um, over the years, you know, while we're married and, and we've always picked an area in probably like the tri-state or in that area because we like the seasons. Each season brings something new, refreshing and different. I really enjoy the change. I don't think I could handle the same temperature or the same all the time. That's just me. And uh, then another thing that happened this weekend, church was canceled for a lot of churches, at least in our area, because the snow was pretty deep. And, uh, you know, you couldn't get the plows in and the roads were icy and just even getting out of your own development was tough. So we had to have church online. And I heard one person, oh, you would have thought it was the end of the world. We have to have church online. Can you believe they don't even open the church doors? There's only snow out there. And this person went on and on and on. And the funny thing was that, you know, when we had to close church because of the pandemic and then church was, you know, everybody's scrambling like to get church online and you finally got it online. I don't know how often they were online. And then, you know, they're the type of people that would say, well, I don't do online stuff. Okay, no, no problem, get it. But then church reopened. The doors are now opened and the weather was fine and we could go back. And this person wasn't there. Next week, this person wasn't there. Two months later, this person wasn't there. Now, they don't like online, so I don't think they were online, but they definitely were not in a chair or pew or walking through the doors when the doors were open. And yet they grumbled at the fact that because we had a major, we had a blizzard. I mean, this is like historic. We had a blizzard and we couldn't open church that they were upset that their church did not have 
an open door policy during a blizzard. And I had to kind of like, what? Get out. Are you serious? Like, because why are you grumbling? You can't change the fact that there's a blizzard. But when the doors were open, you could have gone and you didn't. We grumble at things that, you know, I think as a people, I go back to that message I heard and take a stand for what is right. Take a stand for, you know, where you know that God has you. And you look at these verses, you cannot get any more black and white of do everything without grumbling. I got up today and I had a headache and, and I didn't have a headache. I had a head ache. Does that make sense? Like you just kind of got that feeling. It's winter, there's snow and you know, you get, you just get that kind of feeling like it's a restlessness in your own head and, and uh, there's nothing you can do. Have a cup of coffee, get through it. You know, it is what it is. My husband's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. I just have to get through it. There's nothing I can do. But I said, I was telling him because I felt like I was kind of quiet and I wanted him to know if I'm quiet, I'm not upset or anything. I just, you know, kind of where I am, but it's okay. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with being quiet. And I came into work and I'm like, you know, I got to put on a smile. I got to be joyful. This head ache and this foggy brained or whatever it is that I'm feeling and the winter blues and January blues and the snow and all that stuff, this too shall pass. But I do not need to walk around grumbling and complaining. Now, you know, you might come in the door and say, oh, a little icy out there. I got to be careful. That's one thing. But it's another thing to go on. Oh, can you believe the weather? Can you believe this? And can you believe that? Because what happens? Everybody else jumps on the bandwagon. I know. I can't believe it either. Can you believe it? And then the next person comes over. Now you have a group of you all complaining about something you cannot change. You can't change it. And yet there are so many changes we can make in our life. There are so many things that God wants us to change and reveal to us. And we're so busy complaining about the nonsense that does it make any room for him to come in and say, are you done yet? Are you done complaining? Are you done? I had somebody that um, I don't get to see very often and we were connecting yesterday on Facebook Messenger and I just wanted to thank her for something that her I've noticed in her and her family. And that's one of my goals this year is to um, thank people when I think of them and not, you know, how many times you went, oh, I wish I would have said something. I don't want it. I don't want that anymore. I want to say it when I think it. So I picked up my phone immediately and I sent them a message and why I appreciate them and, and what I admire about them. And it's a godly family and you know, she's got a bunch of kids, so she's not always available to respond, and that's fine. I wasn't expecting a, an immediate response. Instantly, I got a response. <gasps> wow, thank you. And she was basically blown away that for why I thanked her. Like, she didn't think that was something, I guess, to be noticed. It was just something that they do, but I did take notice. And then she had two prayer requests and she was able to share that with me and we had a little chit chat and it was great. That is something I can do. That is something I can change in my life. I can change the fact that I need to be more grateful. And we were talking about just people in general and in the conversation and she was saying, it is amazing how we've watched people get more money or a bigger house or a better car or a better status better anything and there's a number of people in our circle that we've watched that 
when things have gotten better, their walk isn't as good or things aren't the same or their response isn't the same. And it, it really, you know, I got done talking with her and it kind of like, um, I don't know, kind of hit home with me that sometimes being on the lower end of the pay scale and being on the lower end of having things or maybe not so much having them but having the availability to have them that's not a bad thing uh, the older I get the more I realize it's not so much the less that I need it's the availability to have less does that make sense if I had all the money in the world and could have everything I wanted you know I I know somebody I knew of somebody give you an example if I get a flat tire, I'm like, oh no, I got to pay for a tire. Like that could break my budget. But I have to put the spare on. I've got to go get it taken care of because it's, you know, the only vehicle I have and I need that vehicle. This person, total end of the scale, if she gets a flat tire, she doesn't buy a new tire. She buys a new car. That's no lie. I've seen it happen on more than one occasion. She calls the tow truck, has them tow it to the dealer that she deals with. She goes over to the dealer and says, I want a new car, pays cash, gets rid of the old one. I'm not fixing a tire. Breaks down, I get a new car. Uh, now, is there anything wrong with that? Not really. There, I can't say that's wrong, but it's the attitude that goes behind it. I did a seminar one time, Attitude versus Gratitude. Where is your attitude today? Are you walking around grumbling and complaining? You know, we can complain about everything. When you're young, you complain that you're too young and nobody listens to you. And then when you're middle age, you complain that you've hit middle age. And then when you're older, you complain, don't get old. I, I'm so tired of hearing, don't get old. It's no fun. Nobody said it was fun. Nobody said anything in life was fun. Life is tough. People have heavy burdens and all of the rest. But the Bible says, don't grumble in everything. Don't grumble. And I find that that grumbling just wears you down as a person. If I walk in to work today and complain to everybody, I have a headache and I don't want to be here. I have a headache and there's snow and I have a headache and there's ice out there. And I just walked around all day today. What would I have done to my coworkers and the atmosphere of where I work? Remember, we bring our home in a sense everywhere we go. We need to just be quiet and check, do a little head, uh, what do they say, a checkup from the neck up? And what is, you know, up here? What are we saying? What are we hearing? What are we seeing? What are we thinking? What is coming out of our mouth? Are we walking around as a grumpy, a grumpy people all the time and grumbling? Listen to yourself. Have you ever sat and listened to yourself? You go to the grocery store and everybody's complaining about the high prices. It is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. There is nothing you can do about it. Now, I'm not saying talking through things is different. You know what I'm saying. You know when you're complaining and you know when you're just talking through. You might talk through and say, yeah, these prices are really high and, you know, I'm having a tough time. And you got any suggestions? And then learn from each other. Well, you know, so-and-so is having a great sale on this item or, or I've learned to use coupons and this is how I do it, whatever the case might be. There's always a solution. I've been sharing with some other people that there's always a mountain in front of us. There's always going to be a mountain in front of us and we have to get over it. 
and sometimes it seems really high and sometimes there's a river in front of it and sometimes it's too wide that you can't see on either side of it but we have to get through this mountain we have to get over it or under it or around it somehow there is always a solution how do i know there's always a solution very simple god says he'll always take care of my needs why am i complaining i know we get up and we have aches and pains and i know we get up and we have a headache and i know we get up and it's maybe dreary outside i get that i get that and i get days where i get up and i'm just down i have no reason to be down i just am and i get that too we're human we're going to feel those emotions i'm human i'm going to wake up not feeling good um, sometimes you have a cold sometimes you know you just don't feel good because you just don't feel good maybe i didn't eat properly the day before maybe i didn't drink enough water the day before sometimes i'll do that and i'll think did you drink any water the day before or did you just have coffee and you wonder why the next day you're not feeling so good well i can change that i don't have to complain i can change the fact that lynn maybe you need to eat and drink more water ask the lord what do you need to change lord i'm i'm just feeling kind of down today i feel maybe you feel grumpy maybe you feel grumbly and you want to complain about everything bring it to the lord lord what do i need to change in your word it says don't do this it says in everything without grumbling don't grumble against one another offer hospitality without grumbling do not grumble it just says do not grumble and then let things to edify each other let those words that come out of your mouth be building up and lifting up when you went to church if you had church yesterday and you were able to get there did you grumble and complain that somebody sat in your pew there wasn't enough bulletins the music was too loud the music was too soft they didn't sing the hymns you liked you didn't like the way pastor preached the kids in sunday school they were you know running all over so-and-so wore a dress you don't like you know what i'm saying we've all been there and if you can't agree with me then you probably need to double check what you said at church yesterday but we've all been there what did you do at church did you grumble and complain about everything when you got home and you were with your family or you're visiting with somebody or you're on the phone with someone yesterday were you grumbling and complaining I speak to a number of people that are a family of one on a different platform and I get a lot of people saying you know well it's just me and and no 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 it's not just you no one as my mother my mother always said when I was a kid no one is an island unto themselves nobody we all have people looking at us watching looking up to us admiring us there are people that look to you for wisdom. There are people that look to you because they feel that you have it better than they do and they want to, how does she get through those things? You never realize who's watching and learning from you. If we have the Lord Jesus Christ living in our life, we are to be above and better than the circumstances around us. I'm not saying you're not a human being and you're going to have those days that you're down and you're just frustrated or you're overwhelmed or you're not feeling good yeah absolutely we're all going to have those days and you might be a little quieter but you can still have a gentle spirit you can still have a soft voice keep your mouth shut if you have to if you know you're just going to grumble and complain you know what i'm not saying a word get in the word read the word pray put on praise and worship music read a devotion listen to somebody on youtube that is sharing something about something that will uplift your spirit make a point today to stop grumbling if you have to write these verses down 
and put them all over your house. Stop complaining. We have so much to be grateful for. The Lord has died on the cross to save us, to give us eternal life. The Lord is there every day with us. He's right here with us now. When two or three are gathered together, we're gathered. We might not be all gathered in the same room, but we are gathered together right now studying God's word. He's here with us. He's in your life. He's in your heart. He's in, you know, he's in mine. He, he knows the thoughts. Okay, well, I don't say it when I want to grumble, but I might think it. Well, yeah, I know. I got that too because I do the same thing. But the Lord knows our heart. He knows the thoughts that Lynn's sitting there grumbling. She might not be saying a word, but she's looking and she's got that look that she's ready to, you know. You know what, friends? I think we need to have an attitude check. What about you? How many of us have been grumbling since January 1st? We're not to be doing that. I want to close with a verse that will be like, this is what we should be doing. We know we got to get over that mountain. We know we got to get through it. There's going to be obstacles in the way. There's going to be things we don't like and things that have seemed so overwhelming. But let's not start off the year on the wrong foot and bringing ourselves and our home and our atmosphere into places with a grumbling spirit. Let's change that. Let's take a point of being grateful every day for what God has provided. In your mind, it might be a very little amount. But you know what? The more you change your attitude into gratitude when that attitude changes to gratitude all of a sudden all those little things mean so much you know somebody maybe just brings you a cup of coffee and you say oh, cup of coffee that could have brought me a breakfast sandwich to go with it okay right there attitude problem right but oh you know what they didn't even have to bring me that cup of coffee and they did and I'm so thankful that I didn't have to pay for it. I didn't have to run out and get it. You know what? I'm telling you, you got to change that attitude for gratitude and stop grumbling. So here we go. We're going to end with Proverbs 17:22. A cheerful heart is good medicine. You got a head ache, have a cheerful heart. Medicine for the soul. You know what? Tylenol can't always help this, but medicine for the soul. You're grumbling and complaining because, 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 right there, a cheerful heart is good medicine. It's medicine for the soul. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. We don't want to be walking around like, you know, we know the end of the story. I keep saying that. And people will say to you, you're acting like it's the last day. Well, it maybe it is. In the eyes of the Lord, it might be the last day. But we should be with a cheerful heart if it is the last day because we're all going to glory. Listen, we are here to do a job, and the Bible says to preach the gospel to all four corners of the earth. We are to be here to edify and to lift each other up. Next time I see you, even if you have a head ache and you're feeling kind of in your spirit, go back to Proverbs 17:22 and have a cheerful heart. You know what brings medicine to the soul? It really does. Let's change your attitude this week. Let's do it. Let's stand for what's right. Let's have an attitude adjustment. Let's change your attitude to gratitude. Thanks for coming over. We'll catch you all on the next podcast.